podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Pugh. Pugh! That'll do it! That will do it! Pugh for Bournemouth! The roof of the gold sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Hello and welcome to Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis and of course last week there was no show due to the fact the Brighton game was postponed as a result of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. September the 8th it was when she passed away and all of the Premier League fixtures were postponed as a mark of respect. This one, however, this week did make the cut. It's fair to say that the UK has been a very strange place over the last week or so. But Bournemouth did indeed travel to Newcastle on Saturday. And what a result it was in hindsight. We drew one all with the Magpies and later on in the show, we'll be taking in some fan reaction outside St James's Park. But also myself and Tom will be reviewing the fixture in depth too. Now, if you can't get to the game and you're looking to watch some of the TV games, well, the best place to watch some of them is at your local Green King pub, as they show all major games and, in fact, every sporting spectacle shown on Sky Sports and BT Sport. If you're in and around Bournemouth, there's actually plenty of them, including the Westbourne, the Broadway, and if you're in Poole, you've got the Churchill, you've got the Antelope, the Jolly Sailor, plus in and around AFC Bournemouth, there's the Brunny, we went there only a few uh, matches ago. Also the Richmond Arms too. It's the ideal place to have a drink and some food before the game. And whilst we're talking about it, we need to mention the Green King season ticket sports app. Right, this is crazy. Listen to this. It's free to download and there are multiple benefits of the app, which include 10% off a range of drinks one hour before, during and after any matches. You've got your booking functionality, which secures your table before you arrive. There are also games on the app with instant prizes as well. Plus, we've got something extra special for you as well. So yeah, the Green King season ticket app, download it on the App Store. But when you do sign up in the promotional code section, use the code BOTN. Right, BOTN, you know what that stands for, right? You can unlock some beautiful offers and discounts throughout the season. Plus, we'll give you a free pint, well, any drink really, but a free pint the first time you download and use it. Free drink on us. I think at the moment there's also a £5 off any £15 spend. And it's ideal, you just show your QR code, or if not, you can use the actual code that's generated and put it in via the Green King app and it'll discount it for you. How about that? How is it free? Just head to your app store and search season ticket to download. If you can't make it to a game, make sure you visit a Green King sports pub because they're the home of pub sport. It's where the fans go. So yes, AFC Bournemouth fans, they reacted at full time after holding Eddie Howe's Newcastle. That sounds weird. That sounds weird. But it was one all at St. James's Park in a performance which... 
It exuded discipline and guile. It was Alexandra Isak who scored his first goal at St James's Park after a dodgy penalty. And that was the one that cancelled out Phil Billing's excellent opener. But you know what? One all. Fans were ecstatic. This is what they had to say. OK, we're outside St James's Park and I'm here with Rob Trent. First on the cameras again, mate, but <laughs> what performance against Eddie side, hey? We did well? I thought we did very well. I thought first half we we looked composed and we always had a couple of chances. Second half, OK, we, we defended a bit more deeply, but I thought, you know, when we broke, we looked like creating chances and then we got the goal and then they got the penalty, which I think was totally... It didn't look a penalty to me, even on VAR, but, you know, it's given. And then we, we saw the game out well. I thought, you know, they had a couple of chances, and so did we. So a good evening game, and nice to come away with the result. Yeah, it, it felt as though we didn't even have time to celebrate. It was so quick, wasn't it, before that VAR decision was given. And it happened so quickly that I wasn't even sure who handballed it, how it happened, etc. It was. I mean, we were just getting our taunts in for Fraser on what's the score, you know, and then they go and get a penalty. So... Uh, yeah, I, I looked at it on the screen. It's difficult to see. Have a look when they get home, as they say. And you know, and I think still we mustn't take away. It was a damn good result. I'd have taken this before the game. Rob, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Pleasure. Cheers, Rob. Best. Yeah, all the best, Cheers. Rob. Uh, right, we're going to get on Johnny next as well. Johnny, how are you, mate? Yeah. You're on the yeah. vlog. I've got to put the Queen on there. You know, oh, it's I love that from you, mate. Emotional weekend, but yeah, amazing. I'm actually really proud of the boys tonight. It's a 1-1, that's a fighting 1-1. And to be honest, Newcastle thought they would win, but no, we fought for that and we got a point and I'm really proud of that. Really what, proud. Um, what players stood out for you today, mate? Uh, to be honest, I would put 11 players that stood out for me and the subs that came on. I would put them all on as, as players. Obviously, Neto was, yeah, yeah. I think if, if you've got to say good goalkeeper, yeah. But I, I'm also a fan of um, Travers, so it's a tough one, but yeah. Just honestly, we fought, we fought for that. How do you feel about Gary O'Neill possibly in management going forward? I mean, it's a, it's just a good look question. at what he's done. Good question, mate. It's interim period, interim period. Um, but I don't know, like, what, what, we played Wolves, we played Forest. We've just, you know, got a point away from home. And it's like, it's, it's hard to criticise him. We can't criticise him, actually. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're at Newcastle, aren't we? So that, that's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, basically, whoever the new manager is, whether it's Gary O'Neill or if it's someone else, just we'll be Bournemouth and we'll be fighting to the end of this season. And we're going to stay in the Premier League. That's the most important Love thing. It. We're going to stay in Premier League. Thanks very much. Take it easy. Cheers, bud. Scotty, come on in. Come on in, mate. Right, come on, right. Let's just let's just get you on. If he comes in, he comes in, mate. It's worth the journey with performances like that, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It was, uh, I think we're happy with the point. We're happy with the point. The home fans, the natives are probably unhappy, but for us, it's a great point. It and is. it's unlucky we haven't got the three points because VAR, once again... Not our friend. Yeah, not our friend. Who's not the next Bournemouth manager, Brian? Who's the next Bournemouth manager? Is it Gary O'Neill? Gary O'Neill, I think. Gary yeah, Gary O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Gary, um, Gary give us a wave. But Eddie didn't really, did he? He sort of gave us well, a little bit yeah, of a wave, yeah, but not yeah. much. He's got to be diplomatic, hasn't he? It's a hard situation for him. He's trying to sort of keep everyone happy, isn't he? But yeah. I think he's done. I think he's done well enough. Scotty, we still have Eddie. Love you, see you, buddy. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm grabbing your fist now. That's how much <laughs> elated by this. Okay, cheers, mate. Aaron, thank you, my darling. Aaron, how are you, mate? You all right? I'm right now, yeah. It's a bit hairy, wasn't it? How are you? How was Pop World? Oh, no, you didn't <laughs> go to Pop World. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> um, talk to me, mate. I, did we make them look? 
not good or were they? I think, uh, I know, think they I'll say very slow off the blocks. Yeah, today. I don't know what it was. I mean, like we've seen them this season, how electric they can be. We 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 started off obviously with a four, and they were getting overloads on both sides, two on ones, and it was a bit concerning. Their final ball was poor, but we you know we we offered something going forward. Again, we didn't have the pace. We've said this time and time again, but we went to a five second half, which worked better down the wings than the flanks. But we were really sitting back, yeah. very very deep, and couldn't really get out much. But we had some we had some moments. But no, I think we made them work for it. Obviously, they're missing players, but so were we. So you know, goes goes you know goes and another VAR decision, isn't it? You know, mm. at Forest, they give the penalty, been told to overturn it, and doesn't. He doesn't give the penalty this time. Tosa overturns it. But and yeah. Newcastle United fans have been moaning about VAR all season, yeah. and then you know yeah. it happens to be that it, it actually awards them a goal that. Yeah. In a split second, I didn't even see where that came from. It swings and roundabouts, you know. I mean, it was a shame because we, we it was that three or four minutes before that we, we scored, so it was a real shame. But uh, look, I had three three friends from home watching it on a dodgy stream, telling me two of them said it was a stonewall penalty, one said it was never a penalty. So you know, it is what it is with VAR. But uh, you know, it's, it was a brilliant result, and you know. If we hang on a bit longer, Eddie might get the sack. We can go for him with our big bucks. Haven't haven't lost a game against the uh, winnable teams. That's that's saying something. And it's a massive result, honestly. I mean, as you say, it's just we're picking up points in these places like this, and with with, with players missing and players, to, you know, that bench today, with a lot of ability, you know, to come on and make things happen if we needed to. Um, things are looking good. You know, things are looking really good. Excellent, yeah. Aaron. Cheers for coming on. Cheers, mate. Hello, buddy. You alright? Pleasure to meet you, mate. How are you, Dave? Dave, mate. Pleasure to have you on. Pleasure for for us to be able to watch it's that. Pleasure mate. to be here. One point, massive on the road, as you know. I want to let you know straight up. Uh, I'm Ryan Christie's removals man. No. I'm the Scottish oh, yeah. guy that moved him down from Scotland to Bournemouth. Love that. You like that? I'm the guy that made that happen. You'll verify that. Yeah. Um, and what an asset. What a guy. I also want you to know. He was in there in the back of the removals truck, moving half the stuff out the van into the house as well. So there's a little character wow. indication for you. The guy is a total grafter. Yeah. And you can see that on the pitch, man. He's the only guy sprinting. Well, he's not the only guy, but he's a fucking arms, limbs are moving, and he's the first there to get the ball. Love he, the guy. He he gets criticised by some sections of the ball fans for not finishing, but when you see how hard he works. I mean, what a player he is, and you know what? There's that chant about Ryan Fraser. We all know how it goes, but you know, today he showed Ryan Fraser up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, mass. I'm, yeah, I'm from the northeast of Scotland. I'm aware of Ryan Fraser's past piss, uh, history, where he's come from, where he's gone. I understand the politics. What I would say is, you can't really plan for finishing a football. I mean, it's, it, it lies there. It's a split second decision. Where's it going to go in the back of the net? Every fan you ask, it will be more to do with the work rate that goes into winning the ball, passing the ball, defending the ball. That last finish, it goes by the by. The guy's a class act. Yeah. Love the guy. And uh, how do you feel about Bournemouth's chances this season after that? I mean, Tell that's you what, a, that's I, a I, I watched the highlights against Nottingham and I was inspired to a whole different level. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. The way they came back in 1-3-2 is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I loved it. Love they're they're going to survive, I'll tell you that much, because they've got winners. Love that from you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> nice to meet you. Cheers, buddy. Reese. How you doing, man? How are you? I'm, I'm amazing. We're fucking massive. We're the biggest club on the South Coast. We're the biggest club in the South. Play like this, we'll get Europe next season. <laughs> we might even win the league. Worth the trip, mate. Worth the yeah, trip. it is worth the trip, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're celebrating, but I don't know if we... Anyway, um, look, talk to me about the performance because we didn't look uncomfortable, really, I thought. Yeah, no, 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 we played that game. We, we stuck to the strategy, what Gary O'Neill put. But in my opinion, I think... I think we could have won the game. I genuinely think they played like after shit. 
Like, it winds me up because Ryan Christie, for his fi I keep seeing his finishing. He needs to keep working on his finishing, otherwise he'd be a complete player. Yeah. He'd be our best player. But if he... I, I don't even know. I just don't even know. I just, I, I, I'm happy with point, but I'm a bit disappointed at the same time. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't, we haven't dropped a... Well, we haven't lost a game against any of the teams yeah. outside the, you know, the big top yeah, six. Right. So that's that's got to be something to build on. No, yeah, yeah. New manager. Yeah. Are you are you mentioning the are you going to mention the initials G O N yet, or is it going to be Gary Neal? Or do you think we're maybe I jumping know. the I, gun? I don't a know. Bit? I don't know who should be a manager for Bournemouth. If Gary keeps going on like this, I don't know. It depends really because he could have this good form, blah blah blah. We could be in February. And we could be losing results. We wouldn't be having the results we need. I don't know. I think time will tell because we're having a new takeover, whatever. What when that happens, I don't know. But I think you should give it a bit more time. Yeah. Let the, let scour the managers because Sean Dyke shouldn't be that bad of a manager. Well, we've got the international break now as well, and pressure's not really on. It's not yeah. like we're in, say, Nottingham Forest position. We're you know we're doing all right. 22 players. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all effing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mate, nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Have the chance. Take care. Yeah, yeah, I'm the too. fucking football league. Up <laughs> the football league. We're in the Premier League now, mate. Um, hello. hello, mate. How are you? Pleasure to meet you. you, you introduce yourself. What's your name, mate? Jackson. I'm from Texas. Saw you on Twitter, mate. Yeah. Tom informed me of your. How yeah. are you, mate? I mean, good. this is a good that trip a good to go game. on, right? Hard fought point, really. Yeah, it's good. It was your um, it was your man of the match today. You stood out for you in a cherry shirt. Uh, definitely Neto was incredible. He made some incredible saves. Uh, I thought Lewis Cook and Lerma were also good in the midfield. So, yeah, uh, it's quite emotional being up against Eddie today, wasn't it? Yeah. It was different. It was different. We were in the the hospitality seats, so oh, they said they said that the uh, the away fans uh, shouldn't be celebrating for Bournemouth. Yeah. So but. I was holding it back as much as I could, but we had a really good view of Billings' goal. Yeah. Good goal. It didn't feel like we had long to celebrate, though, before that VAR decision that, you know, at the time I was very, very distraught, very upset. But people on Twitter have sort of said that, yeah, it, 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 it probably was. But to me, it happened in the very yeah. quickly. I didn't even see it. I texted my friend back at home and I asked him if it was clear and obvious. And he said, meh. So I don't yeah. know. Have to take a look at it. How are you feeling about the season going forward after this? I mean, it's I mean, it's giving Bournemouth fans a massive boost. Yeah, not bad. Since we've sacked Scott, we haven't lost a game yet. <laughs> Hopefully, we can do that for the rest of the season. Mate, nice to nice to have you on, Jackson. Yeah, really yeah, appreciate cheers. it. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. Right, we've got a few people waiting. We've got Hello. David. Hello. Mate. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm good. You? Long trips like that, mate, are often yeah. worth it when you yeah. come away with something. Yeah. I must admit, before the game, I wasn't sure whether we were going to get anything, but no. that first goal gave me optimism. Yes, it was one all very quickly after that, but we yeah. held on. Defensively, we were sound, mate. Yeah, we and uh, the probably best player for me was Neto. Amazing, amazing goalkeeper. Because mm. when he got injured, I thought, oh, Christ, he's going to go up. But apart from that, he was amazing. The penalty, I don't know, but when the guy goes to the VAR, it's... Definite penalty. How's, uh, how's Travis going to get back in this, mate? It's going to be difficult I don't know. for him. And O'Neill hasn't lost a game yet. Yeah? Oh, I know. So, one. so who's your shout for manager then? Are we, are we going Sean Dyche? Are we, or do you think we should stick with what we know? But he needs to win He needs to win a couple more games. Yeah. We haven't got a game for three weeks. Yeah, I know. But Nations League, brothers. <laughs> yeah, who needs that? No. We've, we've got a few people waiting there. Yeah. David, thanks see for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Have a safe journey back, mate. Nice to see you. Andy? Hello, Mr. Jennings. How are you, mate? All right, all right? All right yeah. All yeah right. Um, Very happy. Yeah. Did you expect that today? Uh, 
when we scored and we went one a lot, I said to Dave, uh, when we now inevitably lose 2-1, that'll make it even feel even worse. But yeah. um, no, I wasn't expecting a great deal. Actually, chatting to some of their fans in the pub before the game, we said it's the first time we've been up here expecting to get beat because every other time we've been up, they've been pretty poor. It's been Bruce, it's been Benitez, it's been Mike Ashley. Um, today was the first time I came up expecting to lose. Um, we're not great to watch, are we? We set up to defend. If I was an opposing team watching that, I'd think we were horrible, which is brilliant to watch from our perspective. We spoil, we set out to waste time from the start of the game, and it's beautiful when it works out like that. First time we haven't had a toxic atmosphere to face, but we did manage to quiet them. We I did. They were, I was. I don't know whether some of that was part of respect for what's been going on in the last week or so, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it was very quiet. I thought there might have been some big flags and that sort of thing. But again they struggle to get up for games against little old Bournemouth perhaps um, but yeah you're right even even late on when you thought it was going to be a bit of a siege they never really got into it yeah so we're getting points from a game we shouldn't we're probably in a position in the league you know above where we thought we would be we've got this billion pound takeover <laughs> that's going on good time to be a Bournemouth fan it's a good time to be a Bournemouth fan you've got a few weeks off now uh, we'll look forward to coming back in October and seeing what happens next but just along, along and enjoying the ride as always Andy, All right, cheers, cheers coming on I've got Dave this here Dave, as well. yeah. Dave yeah Hi, I'm, uh, I've been brought by Andy, who's an old university friend, so uh, I can give an outsider's perspective. And I, I thought that was okay. like... I, I do know about this, and it's yeah. fine. It's fine. And a, and a word that rhymes with fine is nine. Yes, and I, I, gather, I, was, I wasn't going to mention that. I gather that, yeah, yeah you, you know, you've I'm got... A, you got a, I'm a Liverpool fan, there's a TV phone. Liverpool fan, so I wasn't yeah. going to... But that, that's um, fine. Yeah, um, we're, all, we're all friends still. Were we better today than what we were at Anfield? I, I hope so. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, at about three minutes, AJ said uh, we were too down at Anfield at this point. But um, I thought we had a conversation on the way down of like in the second half of how few chances Newcastle had. Yeah. And I thought the discipline and concentration of Bournemouth. Uh, Andrew just said not very good to watch, but I thought they used their assets really, really well, and the concentration and discipline was really, really good. And they could have nicked the game one nil. It's, it's a very unlucky, unfortunate penalty incident. Mm. I think it's consistent with what how penalties are given the league these days. But it's not. There's nothing the defender can do about it, and it gets Newcastle right back in the game. But after that, it was all Newcastle. But very, I don't think they had a proper chance at the end. The keeper did very well. I thought Lerma was excellent today as well. You that. you must be thinking after seeing the nine nil that you know balls going down. Uh, has your mind been changed after that performance? I think it's going to be a strange league, and with the big stop we're going to have. Um, as you're just saying you've got points on the board and having wins at this point like good performances and draws is not as good as getting wins and Bournemouth have wins on the board already whereas like Nottingham Forest have got some good performances yeah. and not really any wins on the board I don't, I don't know if they've won yet though, but they might have. oh they beat one, one, yeah, one they beat West first, Ham yeah, yeah first nil, week yeah. but since yeah. then um, and I think it's a case of everyone needs to see where they are back when we come back in January and it could be form is going to be all over the place this year so I think yeah, st still being in, in contention of staying up in March I think yeah. it should be the aim and then, and then why not on. okay Dave, thanks very cheers. much cheers. thank you very much Libby hello hello how are you yeah good amazing you yeah. know what I um, if you watch the vlog I probed you for a prediction at half time and I thought oh I better not just in case yeah that Newcastle managed to uh, like absolutely thrash us they didn't no I we know we, we should we have been good. braver yeah no I was so impressed I thought Neto man of the match yeah um, I thought Mepham um Actually, Senesi, I thought, had yeah, a really, yeah. really good game. I agree, I agree. Really solid, and we just dug in, and we um, we just weren't giving anything away, were we, at the end there? Thank God. How, how are you feeling now? 
I feel elated. I feel like we've won, actually. <laughs> yeah, That's too. how I feel. Yeah. And actually, we've got a bit of a soft spot for the two now because I've got family from up here. Yeah. Eddie, the whole thing was a bit emotional there at the end. Yeah. So I feel like a draw was kind of like a nice result, really. We were we were singing Eddie give us a wave we were singing Eddie but he gave us a little quick wave he sort wave. of yeah raised his hand a little bit higher I thought he might have he? given us more but given the his own situation that's a, that's a that's a match that the whole fan base yeah. up here expected them to win Absolutely. so he's probably being more yeah. respectful for them which you can understand yeah you know, totally they, yeah I mean we the guys were lovely we were chatting to loads of Newcastle fans in the pub before lovely lovely people but they were saying yeah we're yeah. going to win 4-0 3-0 but no, we wasn't to be. Them. We did. Lovely Louis. to see you. Thank you, Louis. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. We've got some more fan reaction. Hello, mate. How's it going? Yeah. What's your name, mate? Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Mate. Nice yeah, to meet yeah. exactly. you. How are you? <laughs> good. Doing well. Good. Glad good. 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 Um, whereabouts you come from? Uh, the US, from DC. Love it. Yeah. Living Love here it. now, um, though. What uh, What do you make of that performance? Uh, same thing as before. I feel like we won. I mean, it, that's what Livy said. I know it, the the fact that the only opportunity they really had in the second half was a, a VAR penalty. Um, and was where, it a penalty? I mean, uh, I so see. I haven't seen it, so I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any. I haven't seen the replay yet, so I'm not gonna make. You're any good. Judgments. You're good. Don't watch the vlog because I'm kicking off on the vlog. <laughs> that's never a penalty. Apparently, it is. But you know, uh, I, I've heard. I've, I've heard from people in you know as we were walking down the stairs yeah. that it was. Oh, some people said it was a pen. Some said it wasn't. <laughs> But, I, I mean, what, last year we didn't have VAR, I, I think, you know, it, this is a game last year we would have won with yeah. no VAR. So, I mean, I, I, I think Neto with that with that double save in the second half was absolutely immense. Um, Solanke, I wish he could have done a little bit more, been a bit yeah. more involved. I agree with that, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Eddie Howe couldn't break down his old team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he. I, I think the fact that they couldn't get a solid shot on goal throughout 90 minutes is a testament to, I mean, I mean, are we, are we playing O'Neill ball now? I don't, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel good. I mean, I, I'm ready for a, a nice uh, train journey back home. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Mate, thank you for coming on. Really yeah, appreciate, I appreciate it, it. Jackson. Have a good one. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Toby. I haven't been on yet this season, I don't think. So I thought I'd, um, I'd show you my face. I've come a long way. Mate. I've got to see you. Um, yeah, great point. Oh, mate, what point? And it could have been so much more. <laughs> Well, a great point, competitive point, competitive point. Um, yeah, and great and we are competitive now. Yeah. Nice to see. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right, isn't it? You know, you put a bit of shift in. Technically on the ball, we were a bit sloppy, a little bit more than sloppy at times. Um, you know, you look at Billing again and you think, take him off. And then he goes and scores and that's why you don't take him off. But yeah, there's still stuff for us to improve because yeah. this league is... Um, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. You don't get away with it all the time. Um, Newcastle but, weren't at it though. Were no, they, they didn't they punish us. Quite at it. I mean, you don't give free kicks outside the box, do you? With with Pierre and Trippier around, but he hit the post. Then he hit the woodwork again. Yeah. But getting in nil nil, you're like brilliant. There's a chance. I, I saw the formation change. I, I wasn't too sure about that because left Lerma dropped in and played with the defenders. But yeah, it's just that lack of pace in it, really. Sometimes I feel as though I don't give the team enough credit because I'm constantly thinking that the team we're playing. Or maybe you know they're giving us opportunities mm. and they're the ones that aren't as good you know to let us in yeah however I should probably give us a bit of credit really because you know man for man I thought that mm. in the first half especially like we were very good and the you know first part of the second half as well like we were I would say all over them but you know we were given as good as we you know they got 
Yeah, we were. I just feel we just lack, oh, this is a great point, so this shouldn't be a negative thing or anything like that at all, but you, we just lack that little bit of blistering pace, don't we, in the transition. Um, and you, you know when Christy get it, I thought he had a good game today, yep. worked hard, but again, he doesn't have that blistering pace. Tavernier showed that in the goal. You know, he took us up the pitch and then we, we recycled it and got a crossing, Billing got his foot on it. Um, you know, you do look at these games and I was saying it at 1-1 with seven minutes to go, is this a game for Sariki now? Just to get someone on the halfway line so we can just ping it up there because Dan Burns slow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good defender, but he's slow. Um, but we, we were so deep and, and you just run the risk. Yeah. Like that could have ended 2-1, yeah. you know. But Neto was great, defenders were great, Senesi looked more comfortable. Because yeah. um, you're panicking at the start, no Kelly, are no we, Fredericks. Are we staying up, mate? I've always got faith that we'll finish 17th. I wouldn't change anything as it is with the uncertainty of the takeover. Yeah. No reason to change anything. Um, you've got a nice mixture of O'Neill, Cooper and Elphick. I think they all bring something different. And it's working. The players are playing. Um, they're running hard. And whilst that's happening, whilst we're picking up points, why would you change it? I would see how we get on until the World Cup. Yeah. You know, we might get something off Brentford. Leicester don't look great. Yeah. You know, lots of games in October, but... I would keep this. We're getting points from the games that we can get points from. Yeah. That's the main thing. We're going to get Tom Jordan across as well in a second. Uh, Kirk, <laughs> yeah. thanks for coming Cheers, on, mate. mate. Really appreciate safe, it. Safe drive. Come on then. Yeah, thank you, bud. Uh, Tom, and to finish. Oh. Do you want the hens for the boys? Not, yeah, you know what? We'll bring you one after. It's fine. Oh. Right. He's invincible. He's invincible. Gary O'Neill. He's invincible. I'll tell you what. Under-equipped. Not, you just shot the fan. Under-equipped. Not competitive. Went lost. Great performance. Great performance. We were fantastic. They they were a lot worse than I thought they'd be. Got to be honest. Uh, surprised me actually because I thought any team would really come on to us. But I think without say Maximum and Callum Wilson, they looked really average actually. And I think we earned the point. I haven't seen the um, penalty back, but I hear it probably was. But that's all they've got. Shall we? Um, for it. Shall we talk about a certain player for the Magpies? Who? Did he play? I thought it was clever taking him off on 70 when we were doing the clap, so didn't realise, but yeah. he's crap, isn't he? He is crap. I'm not being funny, he is useless. He just runs around, doesn't do nothing. So, yeah, it was easy. I thought Smithy had a good game on him. Um, but, yeah, no captain, no manager, no problem. Can we have a quick word for Sanessi today? Uh, after, I thought he's had a few dodgy performances in the ball shirt so far. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought he was solid. I thought Meps was sensational again, but I thought as a pair they were really good. Just had a little look there, it looks like Kelly might be out long term. Um, ankle problem looks like he might be out for a while so we need that from Celesi and then obviously Stevens come on at the end so that was good um, but yeah no I thought that defensively we looked really solid I thought second half we kind of let them draw onto us but at the end of the day we got a point so we can go you know we, we were compact and made it difficult I don't really even though Neto had a good game I don't think they, they never got him behind I thought Izak was going to get him behind all day long but he didn't um, they were just focusing on Trippier getting balls in the box but we were solid took our chance when we needed to and yeah, mate. I'm, I'm absolutely. I could. I did not think we'd get anything today. I didn't think we'd get anything at Forest or Wolves. So, I'm buzzing, mate. Yeah, really happy. Really happy. We're gonna get the hens mani uh, hens manian and so they, we'll have a double hens. Should we have a double headsman? We're gonna have a double headsman. Yeah, do it. So hensman. First things first. Here's a Sydney scarf. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. And there's a hat for you as well, so that you blend in. I feel like I Mick Dundee. I've brought Adam Mick with me. Mick Dundee. Today. I love hensman with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> firstly. Uh, We'll have we'll have a chat to the better Hensman first. Yeah, oh, well played, well played. <laughs> I'm very well, thank you very much um, indeed. 
what a good game. Yeah, really good, really solid point. I thought uh, we were unlucky. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen. I've only seen the penalty really quickly. I didn't think it was a penalty from where we were sat. So, um, and I don't think they created much more after that. So, um, yeah, it was, I think a point is good. I'm trying to see um, through these. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah, uh, happy point. But um, yeah, I think we could have got a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I can stay here a bit longer if you want, because we've been unbeaten all the time that I've been here. So um, yeah, happy days. Who, who's the new manager going to be, Steve? Gas O'Neill all day long. <laughs> but is it definitely a penalty, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> he says no. Uh, yeah, what? Well, great yeah, great performance. Point. I thought. Yeah, we said at the beginning, and snap your hand off for a one-all or a nil-nil or something like that. And we, you know, we stuck to our task really well. Thought we really limited their chances. Yeah. Um, Neto is superb. Um, I know we haven't seen a lot of him, but he had, there was a period of play just before half time where he he had to pull out two or three quality saves, and he did it. Such a stars came out and collected everything, and that's what you want when you, especially when you haven't got Kelly there in defence, you need someone who's going to command that box and he did that very well today, I thought he was superb, as were Mepham and Tanez, he thought they were great, Smith was, I mean the team was you know, putting in one hell of a shift, I mean the goal was nicely worked, I mean we, we had other chances as well, I thought the penalty was harsh but I haven't seen it back, but like I said, I'd have taken a, I'd taken a draw all day long. You know what? It's getting a bit chilly, and this scarf is a lovely scarf. How do people get one of these sales pitch? Sales pitch. <laughs> I've got no idea, but Nick from AFCB Sydney will put a link in the YouTube yeah, thing. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link down below yeah, to AFCB Sydney. Uh, Sydney, you get one. Um, are we going to stay up? I think we're going to stay up. I think we've got enough. I think there's a few teams, a few teams that are worse than us. Um, and one other thing, congratulations to the Sydney Swans. They beat Collingwood earlier on, 95-94. Yeah. They're in the AFL Grand Final. Yeah. Love so, it. Um, yeah, everyone hates Collingwood. They're like Manchester United and <laughs> AFL, love it. so no one likes them. Well, so, uh, yeah, congratulations. And hello to everyone in Sydney. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks. Loved getting some new faces on the fan cams. Of course, they're called cams because whilst you're listening in audio format, you can actually view them at youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast. Make sure you check it out. So, myself and Tom got together to have an honest dissection of the weekend's fixture. Of course, as we know, it was Isak that cancelled out Phil Bill's goal. Could we have created more? Were we good? Were they poor? Or was it a mixture of the two? We were at the pair to take a second look. On Saturday then. And Alexander Isak, he scored his first goal at St James's Park, but Newcastle remain without a win since the opening day of the Premier League after being held by a disciplined Bournemouth, a Bournemouth that took the lead through Philip Billing. So Tom, there's the, there's the league table. We're 12th, we've got eight points from seven games and it's fair to say that Gary O'Neill, he's, uh, he's instilled uh, a siege mentality with the players that we've got and, and we're performing. We're putting in some, some really good shifts now and we're looking threatening as well. Sometimes I thought, oh, we look maybe a bit too passive, but at Newcastle, we showed flashes, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think as much as they had all the ball um, and we were obviously resolute, hard to break down, all them sort of stuff. I think if you actually watch back some of the highlights, there's some good little chances from us. I think mm. um, yeah, we, have a, we have a few, few half chances in the game and... We restricted them mainly to, to shots from distance, which yeah. I think always means you're, you're looking pretty solid as a unit. And I think even Eddie alluded to it that they couldn't quite get in behind. They were just you know, hitting shots from here, there and everywhere because we were frustrating them. Um, and that's something that we've done really well. And you've got to remember, Gary Neal coming after a 9-0 defeat. Yeah. So to be able to do that so quickly is testament to him and the, and the players. But um, 
yeah, we're looking a real tough nut to crack. And that was without our captain, by the way. Mm. Um, sounds like he could be out for a little bit from what we're hearing, which is a big blow. But, you know, we already thought we were short with the back. You lose your captain and, you know, we're still that solid. It was um, really impressive. Yeah, it was. And he's not the only player that, of course, is missing. These are the team lineups that we're showing on screen at the moment. But you can also see by the names on the bench, there was another absentee, by the way, of uh, Ryan Fredericks. But also, before the game, it, uh, it was alluded to that Gary O'Neill said that David Brooks has had a bit of a setback after feeling something in his hamstring. Look, he was never going to be on the bench. However, that's another player to sort of add to the injury roster, really hoping to see some of these players returning soon, not least the likes of Junior Stanislas, Joe Rothwell, etc. Ben Pearson, of course, was still out as well. But Newcastle, mate, we, we all expected a tough game away to Eddie. One thing I, I really noticed in a lot of his pre-match pieces that he did was his, I mean, I'm saying this is like it's a surprise, his utter professionalism. Didn't, didn't show too much emotion when it came to talking about Bournemouth but did show us a great amount of respect, but also gratitude for his time at the club as well. And said, I wouldn't be in this position now if it wasn't for AFC Bournemouth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, as much as he's been an absolute hero for us, I think he's also knows what Bournemouth have done for him as well. And um, yeah, it was, it was probably as expected. It was perfect, really, in the sense that he was, as you say, very gracious, very um, positive about all aspects of Bournemouth. But he also knew... He had a team that he had to go and get a win for and, you know, that's his team now. And I think equally in the stands, you know, we sang a few Eddie songs and obviously showed our love for him. But equally, it wasn't overboard because we no, knew, right. you know, there was a game to game to be won. And, um, yeah, weirdly, both teams were focusing on winning the game, but both cancelled each other out. But, yeah, listen, we all love Eddie. I think it will be even weirder when we play him at home because I think that will be, you know, we're in the sky, aren't we? So it's difficult yeah. to get that kind of kind of thing going. But... Yeah, no, he, he was great and I expect no different from Eddie, you know what I mean? All the Newcastle fans have already said on podcasts and bits and bobs that how great he is in front of the camera as well. So the Newcastle lineup is something we were obviously interested in for reasons which we don't need to go on about. I think it was very clear on the vlog, but there was no St Maximin, uh, which was good for us, but yeah, there was a certain ex-Cherries player that, that took his place as well. Uh, what do you think when you saw the Newcastle side as a whole, though? I mean, it was nearly what I expected. I think in the um, preview, I just got um, Dan Byrne and Botman wrong. Mm. So one seller off. But yeah, I think the murmurings were that Bruno would be OK, which I, I was worried about. But it looked like St. Maximum and Callum Wilson, it would be too early for them. Um, but I was more pleased that they weren't on the bench. I was worried that St. Maximum might be an option off the bench. Yeah. I mean, he can just change a game with a moment, can't he? So... Yeah, it was kind of what I expected. Um, and yeah, just a, no, a little, I want to give a little apology to Ryan Fraser. A little apology because I've given him a lot of stick because he didn't turn up for us yeah. when we needed him to. But then to be fair to him, yeah. first time against us, he didn't turn up either. So uh, <laughs> cheers, Roy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that throughout the show with a few points. Look, we all know what we feel about Ryan Fraser, but I'm going to mention a few moments that I think maybe... I, I, we don't want to give him credit, but he, he, he did okay for Newcastle. But look, we'll get on to that. So, St James's Park, what a grand arena it was. And you know what? You could hear a pin drop before the kickoff when there was the one minute silence to the Queen. It was unbelievably observed by everyone in and around the stadium. And then we all sang, God save the King. And Eddie was donning a suit. I thought, wow, Eddie, Eddie Howe in a suit, 
during a match. No, no, no. He went back and got changed by the sounds of it. Classy, though, isn't it? What a class act. But look, let's talk about the match. And it started off with the Cherries fans in fine voice. Newcastle fans, they sort of had their moments at the start of the game. Didn't really hear much of them throughout the game. I'm sure our away day review will probably allude to that a little bit more. But it appeared that we were in a sort of 4-2-3-1 formation with um, Tavernier on the right and Christie on the left. Is that right? Yeah, that's what it looked like from the start. Um, I think Fredericks' is, is injury maybe would have changed things if he was fit. I, I kind of expect us to go over five, but we're, we're, we won't know now whether uh, the Fredericks injury changed things. But but yeah, it looked like, I think Christian Tavernier is, is, is nice because they can both quite comfortably play on either mm. side. But Gary O'Neill has, has liked to use Christian on that left and mm. um, I quite like him there. I think he does a good job. And uh, yeah, it looked like a 4 2 3 1. Obviously, Billing getting as close as he can to Slanky during the game. But yeah. yeah, I thought it was brave because it wouldn't have shocked me if he put an extra centre half in there because, you know, Meppen and Celesi have only ever played together in a 9 0 defeat. So yeah. it's put a lot of pressure on them against a, a really talented striker in Isaac as well. Um, but yeah, fair play. They obviously, as the game went on, they it proved to be a correct decision. But yeah, it looked like a comfortable and a system that we're quite comfortable with. And early stages, I thought we looked in a really good shape, mate. I, I thought we did defensively. We looked, we looked mm. really good. I thought, throughout the game, I, I found Senesi, and we've seen it a few times, where he's being dragged out of position quite often, where yeah. he goes and tries to win the ball. Uh, he's very bold like that. And, you know, sometimes he wins it and he gets, uh, you know, possession back. But other times we get caught short because of it, which isn't particularly good. But I thought he improved as the game went on. 100%. He, he started did. a bit shaky. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Having more performances in a Bournemouth shirt is going to do that for yeah. him. So, you know, maybe for his en- enhancement of his career at AFC Bournemouth, Lloyd Kelly's injury is probably not a bad thing. And let's face it, he, you know, he's going to be the first choice replacement for him. So, yeah, I, I thought he got better. And, you know, defensively, I thought, yeah, we were we were pretty good, and you know, Jay Z was getting up quite a lot. In fact, what you know, what I'll do is I'm going to show the average positions throughout the whole game. So mm. maybe I'm jumping the gun by showing this now. So these were Newcastle's uh, defensive, uh, sorry, average positions, and you can say that see that they were mainly camped in our half throughout throughout most of it. One thing, when you see the ball front, look how high Jay Z is. Yeah. It's almost like we're play, playing with a back three there. Um, him and also Adam Smith as well on the right-hand side. You know, very, very advanced. But he was one that actually impressed me throughout. And you can see that because in the other 14, mm. which is a, a Twitter account that shows uh, the stats and all the good things about uh, the other 14, Jay-Z's top on assists. Yeah, and uh, Charles has created, wasn't it? it was, yeah. um, he, was, he was creating all the... I think it was over the whole... Uh, Premier League nearly he got um, yeah the most chances created in the game and and as you say I think how many was it was, it was five on it yeah, didn't he create was, five yeah, yeah. chances yeah which is which is really impressive and I think you got to remember as well that Forest game um, when we come back it was taking Jay Z off mm. and you know so really really pleased for him but also I think that's another one that we can go back to Celesi for is I've always felt Jay Z's been allowed to get forward because of Lloyd Kelly how good he is behind mm. him that he can sweep up so it allows Jay Z to go well it showed that that Senezi, they obviously trusted him enough to mm. go Jay Z can go because we're happy with Senezi here mm. um, yeah and that was really that was really crucial I think Almiron comes inside quite a lot which probably helped us but yeah Jay Z was bombing on all day and they, they were struggling with him a little bit which surprised me because you know Kieran Tripp is hell of a fullback but mm. Jay Z was finding really good pockets and I mean, um, great chances it's a great five chances when we've got that little possession mm. actually is very impressive and I think what also happens is uh, 
Lewis Cook and sometimes Lerman naturally tuck in as well. Yep. So gives him and Christie on that left, he's quite happy to tuck, and it just gives him so much space. Right. But um, yeah, he's he's that, that was our outlet, and, uh, and that was like one of our first chances where he it, it, was, a, it was a sort of looped cross mm. and then a looped header actually. And but that that was probably the only way that Tavernier was gonna score by looping the header because it, it was a bit too high for him, so he couldn't get as much as he wanted to on it. He got a good contact, but it was just just wide of the post. I've been asked. I thought you should have done better. Really? Yeah, I've watched it back okay. a few times. I think though the run's really good. The, the little dink over the top is really good. But Pope comes out, and you think all he's got to do is just you know, either side of that place going, and he hooks it wide. You think any a little bit better connection, and and that could go in. But yeah, probably unlucky. He's not exactly known for his aerial attributes, and he done well to make the run in there. But yeah, I look back at that and think, oh, he could have maybe got that. In is there. he a scorer? Does he score goals? Like did he for Borough? Not particularly. I mean, he has he has got goals to his name but not known as a prolific goal scorer but having said that I think it, that's probably because of his um, versatility yeah. he's, he's played wing back quite a lot for, yeah. for Borough and, and played a bit deeper but he certainly sounds weird because he hasn't scored for Bournemouth yet but he's certainly a player I feel could pitch him with a few because yeah. he gets in some good areas doesn't he I think he had another one that we'll come on to later on in the game that he dragged yeah. wide so he gets in the right areas and I think because of that burst of pace he, he will he will pick up a few goals The chances for us were few and far between I remember Dom Solanke having that overhead kick that was, that was wide and now he that wasn't and other than that though we didn't really overly no. test them I think I think Christie had a shot that went was quite tame went along the ground like a, it was a daisy cutter really into Christie tame arms. shot eh? yeah but you know what Newcastle they, they they did have chances but I would say like earlier in the match they were few and far between then towards half time obviously you know mm. they peppered us somewhat but they had a nicely worked free kick I think Trippi was standing over it and everyone thought he was going to put it in but he didn't he Laid off to target, obviously a set piece, because uh, at the far post there was uh, someone peeling off. I can't quite remember who had, yeah, it might have been Almiron. I can't remember. Yeah, um, the header was easily gathered by Neto, though. And then another free kick. Now, this was committed, I think, by Senesi, where he comes out yes. and, uh, you know, makes the foul, and it's it's in trippier range. Anything's a trippier range, uh, right? What uh, a player. And at that point in time, it's right in front of us, and you, you, you're sort of thinking, is he going to go... You know, because as we're looking at the goal, is he going to go top right-hand corner to Neto's left, or could he put it in that left side? He went for the left side, but as it is, all day, all day, lads. Well, yeah, he didn't covered just about. I on on the vlog, I'm you see me with my arm stretched because I was going, oh, well, well, don't worry about it. I look like oh bloody hell, in the post. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise, but um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's dead. I mean, Celeste probably doesn't realise, but that's normally probably not the worst foul in the world, but no. not when Trippier's on the pitch no. and he gives them that outlet. I've never seen someone. He's so lethal. I mean, even when it doesn't go in, it's always close, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that was that was one we were worried about. But we got away with that one, um, which I was pleased with. I, yeah, wasn't sure if it was Neto got a touch, but I think it just came off the post in the end. And then later, Trippier was um, in the thick of the action. He took a corner that Billing half cleared, uh, and it met Ryan Fraser on the edge of the box. At that point, uh, the whole of St James's Park were willing him to shoot. He didn't. He played a clever little pass, actually, to... Uh, Joe Linton, who sort of side-footed it with his right foot, and it it cleared Neto, but it didn't clear the post. It almost came off the inside of the post, didn't it? And then this sparked the crowd oh, into yeah. action, and then you know we couldn't get out out of our penalty box. And then you know Joe Linton, it was a relatively easy save for Neto, I think. However, the way he palmed it out, it was quite a vicious shot. Went straight to the box. Lewis Cook should have cleared what better than what he did. Uh, and then again, a chance came in for Fraser, who 
Neto, great save. It yeah. was uh, going towards the top right corner and good save, but um, a dodgy little spell for us. And I'm sure as it was after 38 minutes, mate, you saw all of it, right? Uh, on the telly. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a, that was a, that little melee one. It? it was a real, yeah, like you say, just before half time. And that would have been a really horrible time to concede as well. So credit to Neto. And yeah, Lewis Cook was a really weird clearance. Mm. It was almost like he forgot Fraser had left. He just yeah, passed it straight yeah. to him. But maybe Lewis Cook thought, well, yeah, he didn't score. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was a, they, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because they're saves that your goalkeeper should make, yeah. but I thought, but he, but he made them at the end of the day, and I think the first one, as you say, is quite a powerful. One. He could have pushed that right into. He actually pushed it out quite well. It was more Lewis Cook's clearance yeah, that brought true, it back, and then true. the Fraser one. He just thinks, make sure I get a good good palm on this over yeah. the bar. So, yeah, that was big from Neto and, and good for his because since he's come in, he's been good, but he hasn't had loads of saves to make. No, so no. I think that was that was that should be really good for his confidence. But um, yeah, I'm just glad we got in at half time level, mate. Because I think we earned it. Yeah, I think so, and. The atmosphere was really weird, actually. I, it wasn't toxic. You know, Newcastle weren't playing bad. They had the bulk of the ball. But Bournemouth were... Our moments were few and far between. It was just a bit of a dull half, really. And that was reflected by uh, a lot of the noise or lack of it in the stands as well. Solanke was being kept really quiet. That yeah. was really frustrating. His, his chances this season are going to be few and far between, I think. They are. They are. And, uh, I think the home games is where that's going to frustrate us a little bit more. And I'd like to see us... Uh, give them a bit more and, and take games to teams at home. So our next next couple of games are at home. So I'll be interested to see how we how we change up. I'm not going to um, be too critical on that. I think away from home, teams like New, Newcastle, I think you've got to be pragmatic. You've got to be hard to beat, and it's going to be difficult for Dom. Mm. And he's going to have to drop deep. He's after he's going to be isolated. I think if you go if you get billing too close to Dom in them sort of games, you're going to lose that a lot in the midfield. And you've got to remember, Bruno's in there trying to pull the strings for him. Mm. You, you've got to be wary of that. So I think Dom would have expected that. And the thing with Dom is. He grafts so hard mm. that you know he gives us so much, even though he's he's up there on his own. But yeah, he he was frustrated, and they had two good centre halves on him. But um, yeah, as you say, mate, they they were pretty quiet in the stands, and I think that's credit to us because we were frustrating them on the pitch and in the stands as well. And you mentioned Bill in there. Mm. On the other fourteen, you can see that in terms of his heading duels, one by the way, four out of five, mate, changed man. Brilliant in the air. I've always said that, Billy. Um, yeah, mad. He's. I mean, he's got the. Got the physique and the, and the size to be able to win headers, and he's he seems to be doing a little bit better this season, which is good to see. But I think um, Billing obviously would come on to the fact that he got the goal. But mm. I think in the last few, he's he's really turned up. I think actually under O'Neill, he's he's looked yeah. really good, he's, which is which is good to see because he's he's one of them players that I think often gets criticism, myself included, for for looking a little bit luxury and laboured at times. And you think, oh, he needs to give us more. But playing more advanced as well, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, uh, definitely. Which which he's always better like that. Yeah, it gets the best out of him, and I think. Um, the pressures that we create, I think I, I saw a thing that we've, apart from Leeds this season, we've had the most pressures in the league. Wow. And I think uh, Billing probably gets overlooked that he does that quite well sometimes. Mm. So I think he um, getting a little bit closer means that it allows us to have that press higher up the pitch. So, um, yeah, I think uh, hats off to Billing of, of late. I think he's been really good. We were still playing this counter-attacking game and we had a lovely little bit of spell of possession on about 60 minutes um, where we were up the pitch, Zamora was playing very high, Christie was up there and it all culminated with uh, a chance that was half cleared yeah. by Newcastle. I think Christie then played to Lermu, then recycled it to the left flank where it eventually found Zamora and Phil Billing made that little point and Zamora great, great cross and Phil Billing just stuck out a leg and the keeper didn't even move. Didn't no. even move. Well, he was, it got him at the near post. Yeah, wow, he was, what a goal. He was waiting for it to come across, wasn't he? Waiting for the, to catch the ball really and but like you say, Billing's long legs uh, managed to stick a leg out. It was a, it was a really tidy finish. But yeah, like you say, the little point from Billing was clever. And Zamora put it on a plate for him, but um, yeah, it was it was a weird one. I thought 
you know, we're, we're, we're doing really well here. Could we grind out a nil-nil? And then, you know, you've got the other end and get a goal. You think this is the perfect away performance um, if this stays as it is. And, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a really big moment. And as you say, we actually put a little bit of pressure on them for a spell and we didn't let them out. Yeah. And that, that was really crucial. And oh, I couldn't believe it, mate. Uh, yeah, but, like, an unbelievable touch, really. It was, mm. uh, you know, I don't want to call it by luck or whatever, but it's one of them where it was whipped in and you you just got to get something yeah. on it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that Phil Bill will say he meant it, and he, and he probably did. But I, there, I think there was an element to it whereby he just almost killed the weight of the ball and just redirected yeah. it. And I thought it was very good. Pope just didn't move at all. No. And I think from his point of view, you know, Billing's got such long legs. Mm. When you look at, you know, often you look at the face rather than the player, and he, he probably thought, well, you know, Billing's miles away from this he's yeah. not going to get it but when he sticks out a leg it's just, it's about 12 foot in front of him <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? and then he manages to cut it out and yeah he was he yeah i mean that sent the the Bournemouth fans absolutely wild as you can see mad celebrations from us uh, lucy took a bit of a tumble on the floor she's got a bruise down her left thigh she was bundled over be careful when you're doing limbs right <laughs> um and everyone was saying fraser what's the score and it was a and Apparently, we came across really loud on the radio throughout. People were saying on Radio Sona, also on Match of the Day, you can you can audibly hear us singing his name throughout. Which ah, is nice lovely, nice lovely. Yeah, no, I thought it's really it's really hard to to work out when you're there because, as I say, you're up in the sky, so it's uh, difficult. You're trying really hard, as you can tell by my voice, to um to get it across yeah. as best you can. But um, yeah, I did feel when we got the goal and we were chanting Fraser's name that it felt like everyone was involved in that and it was really loud. So. That was great, and obviously, you know, the league was going to last forever, so we were happy. Yeah, it didn't, though, did it? It God. didn't last forever. And look, were we were we were we caught napping? I don't know. If you, if you actually have a look at this moment yeah. where the through ball is to Trippier, we've got like three, maybe four players advancing towards the player who's putting it through, and Trippier was given so much room. Well, Where's the issue here, mate? Where's the problem? Well, all I was, all I was going to say, uh, looking at the image, is we've given Zamora, rightly so, a lot of credit. But maybe him being that advanced and creating that many chances is a massive benefit, but also it means this can happen. Mm. With the right pass, this can happen. He can get caught, and Trippier was always going to get forward a little bit more. And I think Zamora would, did and would have adapted his game um, shortly afterwards, which he did, but it comes so quickly after the goal. Yeah, we were really still in, the same, yeah, yeah. in that same mindset, and I think, um, yeah, he just needs to take a few yards back there to at least you know, give give Trippier something to worry about, but he's in a lot of room there. And then the ball uh, got fired over by Trippier. He sort of hit it into the ground first. And look, there's been a lot of conjecture. Was it handball, wasn't it? At the time, we didn't we didn't kind of realise. And we didn't realise because there wasn't much of a crowd reaction. And only two or three Newcastle mm. players, one of which was Trippier, yeah, was went shouldn't. up to the referee. So as far as even the Newcastle uh, contingency thought, it maybe wasn't. And even when the referee, Craig Paulson, decided to poo-poo it, he went and grabbed the ball and off to take a corner, like didn't even think twice about it. It was almost a half-hearted claim on his behalf. But when you look at it, I mean... Difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. It, that's not usual, is it, to extend, in, extend your arm like that? And the ball was being fired into the danger zone where you had a, a couple of Newcastle players looking to get on the end of it. Yeah, I think the, the hardest one is what, what we constantly always say about VAR is... You only change it if it's clear and obvious. But we know by now, Newcastle fans know that as well, it's just not the case, is it? It's just it's just not the case because it's not clear and obvious. But then, yeah, we've seen VAR, so it doesn't surprise me that was given. In my opinion, I'd be fuming if I didn't get that. As a yeah. kind of, I think Newcastle, from a Newcastle perspective, they definitely deserve a, a VAR decision going their way. Yeah. As I say, at the time, didn't notice anything. 
But looking back, I think that ball's, you know the laws at the moment, the modern game, that ball's going into a dangerous area and Lerma's arm stops it. If Lerma's arm ain't there, it goes into the box. It's a hard one to take when any handball I think is difficult when they're quite close. But for me, that's a penalty. Sometimes I think, you know, before VAR, there was always conjecture and, you know, it usually worked out in the end. And now with VAR, it's basically the same. So why even have it? I agree. Because, you know, there's no point. But from what I can see, obviously defenders of, well, obviously he's not a defender, but... You have to, you know, ideally keep your arms behind your back or at least by your side. Billion does that later on, doesn't he? He does, yeah. But what happens was Lerma was, he was kind of pirouetting. Yeah. And usually when you pirouette, your arms will go with you. But he, like he, he pirouetted and his arm went the other way like that. So, and that is not natural. No, I think... Um, uh, and you, like you look at it like that. Yeah. And... The, like almost the way he's got a clenched fist almost looks intentional as well. It's, I'm sure it wasn't, but it doesn't look. It, it, it no. was a pen. It was a pen. I think originally I thought, oh, I wonder if it's just because when he's running, his arms are doing that, so it's just hit. But it's not. You see that no. back, and it really isn't. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a shame. I think the the handball one's really difficult. But um, in our previous game against Forest, we obviously uh, had a decision go against us for a yeah. handball against Lloyd Kelly, and that was nowhere near as blatant as this Lambert one. No, no. So, yeah, when once the Kelly one's given, and overturned, by the way, um, yeah, that's gonna, that's always going to be given. You can all, you, there's always a VAR decision that you can compare it against, which makes you think that is not a pen. Yeah, so, yeah of course. Yeah. But look, I'd have been fuming, and on the reflection of the game, one always probably fair. I'd say so. Pro- probably fair. And really, after that weren't many more chances for him, um, but that's because we were so defensively solid. I think Joe Linton had a header that was was, yes. was met by Neto really well, but Neto, got to say, he, he did look really controlled at the yeah. back, looked really good, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and I think, again, you know, all that ball they had, there wasn't that, that, that little melee that we spoke about just prior half-time. That aside, I think the fact that we limited them so much was, you know, testament to everyone. It starts with Neto mm. um, in goal, and... And as I mentioned earlier, yes, he didn't make any saves that you wouldn't maybe expect him to make. But I think since he's come in, obviously we all feel for Travs because I don't think, you know, Travs is a class goalkeeper. I don't think he's really done anything wrong this season. But I think what Gary O'Neill's done is he's gone, we've got a goalkeeper here who's got a lot of experience, international. He's clearly quite vocal. And this might just be what we need at the moment. We're in a bad place. We've just we've just shipped nine. Maybe we need a calm and influence in there and that bit of experience and someone who's he's very good with his feet as well, remember. And I think this was the first game I thought he really showed it. Um, I thought he was excellent. And yeah, and it was just, it was little things at the end because he's known to punch. Mm. But 1 1, them last kind of 10 minutes or so, he was catching a lot. Yeah. Um, and he was really calming us down. And yeah, really impressed with him. That was his best performance of the shirt. And I, I yeah, really, really like him. He's got two gold goalkeepers, mate. This is a, a match where I could have honestly, uh, there were about four or five players that could have been man of the match. Mm. Uh, Christie, I thought, worked really hard. He, he had a he had a chance, obviously, that he, he should have done better. And they, I would really like to see him improve on his finishing because that's the one thing that, you know, does let him down. That's that's one thing I have a problem with, so to speak. But you know, the work rate he does, he grafts so hard, and you can see Tavernier's why. similar as well. Yeah, you know, he's such an asset to the you know team, and I, you know, what a really good performance by him. I thought he did amazing. Tavernier as well was another one. Um, Jordan Zamora. Neto, Senesi. Um, I can't even remember Chris Mepham doing anything like wrong. I mean that he he's becoming 
a really good player for us, isn't he? No, really good. Yeah, absolutely buzzing for him. I think all the ones you mentioned, I think all deserve a mention. You can look at the... Phil Bill, of course. Well. Yeah, and you can look at that midfield three and the, the pivot in front of the back four. Lerma and Cook were, were really solid as well. Um, I thought Smithy was good. You know, we can go to, to a lot of players, mm. but I think on on FCB, on the, on the Twitter page, I think Zamora got it, which I understand we've we've spoke about some of the um, you know stats he, that he pulled up this weekend and I think you know, obviously massive part in the goal as well. Mm. I think when you, I always look at the performance and go, what, what was I most pleased about? And I go, how we limited them to so little mm. and how solid we were at the back. So for me, I'm going Mepham. I thought I thought mm. Mepham was, just got player of the month for us as well. He's been an absolute rock mate. And love him, um, love him. yeah, really, really chuffed for him. And he's done it a good time for him as well. He's got a World Cup coming up for Wales. So he could be, could be starting for them. But yeah, I think there was no one that had a bad game. Um, yeah, I couldn't really say anyone had a bad game. Even when the subs come on, they, they all put a shift in. Um, and we don't look any worse off for the subs, which I always thinks always thinks good. You know you know what Jane Nantley's going to give you yeah. in particular. Um, and then at the end, I saw Gary Neal say afterwards that at the end, he just chucked Stevens on to go, don't let Chris Wood yeah. score a header. And I thought that's, that's a clever thing as a manager. You go, they've bought on Chris Wood. So you think, well, what are they going to do? They're going to go more direct now and put yeah. balls in the box, put an extra centre-half there to yeah. win some headers. And Chris Wood didn't do anything. So... Um, yeah, really pleased. Spoke to a few Newcastle fans. They probably thought it was a game where Wood could have come on earlier, which I probably agree with. Yeah. I think we were we were quite narrow and limit them a lot, and they were getting the ball up, particularly to Trippier out wide. And I thought if they start if they chuck Wood on, they get some balls in the box, yeah. cause problems. But they probably left it a little bit too late, as we know that's not really Eddie's style. Yeah, we we brought yeah Kiefer Moore of course mm. um, was bought for us. Was that uh, almost just give them something different to worry about, maybe? I think it was, I mean, it was late on. I think it was one... Hold-up play. Yeah, one hold-up play, the fact that Solanke's probably ran his race now and mm. he could just give us a little bit more energy up the other end. And also, they're probably going to get a few set pieces and he's strong in the air. Mm. I think that was probably part of it as well. But I think um, all the subs were, were right again, which I think O'Neill's actually got bang on in every game he's been mm. in so far. Yeah, so. really good, really. And the, we, were, we were singing his name... Just at the uh, player's entrance slash exit afterwards. That chance, good by the way. That chance that I you made that up, was, actually, yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. And look, um, we also uh, all, always love to get your reaction as well. And this was Al Gard's take on the one-all draw at St James's Park. Afternoon, chums. Just finished. I've been watching the game from the bedroom, and this bedroom has seen some serious action this afternoon. Handballs, pressing. Excellent stuff by Bournemouth today. I think um, New, Newcastle just looked they, they shot. Eddie, Eddie's like run out of ideas. That's it. You may as well come back, Ed. You may as well come back. Our pressing today was excellent. We gave them no space, no time. Our second half performance was excellent. Let's have a look at that um, VAR penalty again. Mm, it's one of those, isn't it? They just seem to go against us. Uh, yes, his hand was trailing. Lerma's hand was trailing, but he, he barely touched it. Oh, for God's sake. VAR, shove it. Anyway, that's a great point. And also nice to see that Fraser has got his money for only doing 70 minutes work today, you low-life little snake. There won't be a poem this afternoon because I'm going to have a nap because that's really tired me out. But hey, happy days. O'Neill, another good audition for the job. Maybe, just maybe. Have a great weekend, Cherries fans. Talk to you soon. Love that from Algard. Love that from Algard. Al, our thoughts are with you, mate. Uh, hope all's going okay for you at the moment. And look, that's from his YouTube channel. 
Shall we get him up to 100 subs? Let's get him up. Come on, more than that, please. Oh, uh, the card, uh, there's a card at the top of the screen. Um, click it right now and subscribe to his channel. It, it, little, it, it takes literally a few seconds to do. We would love to send a load of subscribers his way because for every match he possibly can, he'll be doing these little one-minute takes of... Um, they're really good, aren't they? Like they're them. really good. And yeah, when he does do a poem, absolutely superb. And if you follow Al on Twitter, you'll know all about his situation at the moment. What a top guy yeah. and a cherry through and through. So Fraser, you know, he got taken off on 70 minutes. Clever, wasn't it? Oh, Clever. Yeah. When when we were all doing the applause for for Queen Elizabeth and, he, you know, we even broke out into God Save the Queen as well. And, you know, you sort of, you get caught up in the moment, cool. obviously, because you're trying to pay your respects. Then you look back at the action again. You're like, what? Where, where's he gone? Like a snake's on his pitch. What's going on there? <laughs> Got taken off. Uh, clever. It was clever from Eddie. It didn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely some thought in that. I don't care what anyone says. Definitely some thought in that. But um, yeah, it makes sense. Um, and as our guard, well put. Um, you know, he didn't have to do a full day's work as usual. Didn't so, have uh, to do a full uh, day's work. But, but as you say, joking aside, he was okay, wasn't he? He was okay. He had. We spoke about their limited chances, and he was involved in in the majority of them. He's just. I think the problem for him is just taking everything away. The fact that. I can't stand the weasel, yeah. is he's competed with St Maximum when he's fit and yeah. they're just different levels. They're yeah. completely different levels. Um, it was a shame. I, I, I did think near the end, I thought, well, might they chuck Richie on for some balls in the box? He's got a good enough foot yeah. on them. And they didn't. And he would have got a good reception, by the way. Um, I think we'll probably get that one when we play him at home. But yeah. it's hard to give Richie a good reception when he's all laid down there on the bench. Yeah. Um, I think we, we did do the um, Charlton chant, winning the league, which got Richie yeah, in it did, for yeah. him. But uh, yeah, no... Um, I agree. I agree with what what Al was saying. There's some really good stuff. And O'Neill, another good audition, mate. Another good I audition. I know another good audition. And look, um, it is uh, sound bites to the press. Mm. There's some there's some takeover talk that crept into one of the questions, and uh, Gary O'Neill answered saying probably the only thing they're excited about is a free trip to Las Vegas. We all are, Gaz. We all are. We we all are. I mean that that could well happen. Look, we'll have more reaction on this potential. Takeover, I'm sure. 5,000 likes and we'll go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 5,000 likes and we'll report from outside Treasure Island. Or we'll get an Airbnb Palatine. in Vegas. Yeah. From Bradford <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, what, what's this about? Um, I didn't watch the match of the day, but like Neto and Mika had a moment. Mika Richards, who was, um, who was doing the punditry. Yeah. They, they played together once, was that right? They did, yeah. I, I didn't realise until. I didn't know this. No, well, I'd. Uh, Before? Me and, when uh, me and Steve woke up, we watched it back and um, we saw that little clip, and then I went, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Mika had that spell at Fiorentina. In Italy, Mika Richards. Oh, really? oh, God, I can't yeah, that. had a spell there, which I yeah forgot about. He definitely had a great time there, but he, he did pop over there, and um, yeah, it was it was a really nice thing. It was like Neto was shocked and like, what? He's there? He's there? Like, <laughs> like he was on the telly? It was <laughs> it was really weird, but um, yeah, um, that was that was a good a good little moment for him, and yeah, really pleased for Neto. He, he he looks like he's really enjoying himself at the moment, and as much as that sentiment side, I'm always like, oh, I feel for Travs. Yeah. We mentioned a lot at the start of the season before a ball was kicked. We said it is very rare that the goalkeeper that takes a team up mm. is then the goalkeeper for the following season. There's a really weird stat on it. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, but it'll be different with us. We've got Mark Travers. And already, Fulham have got Leno. Yeah. Forrest have got Henderson. And yeah. we've got Neto. All three of the promoted clubs have got new goalkeepers. And that, that seems to be a common theme, which is really interesting. But Neto's doing really well. And it's, it's a really good place to be. And we've got two really good goalkeepers. So, um, yeah, really good. And, and chuffing that, isn't it? 
Yeah, so look, we took up some good numbers to St. James's Park and look, uh, credit to everyone that when uh, we made a noise, and speaking of numbers, mate, you're the numbers man. I don't, your tweets seem to bang. You, so you did Love a tweet. You did a tweet on Sunday morning or whatever, or Sunday to say I had a great time. Uh, Newcastle fans were class. Over two thousand likes or something ridiculous. How how do you do it? Stay on board. <laughs> like, give me tips. It's the Geordies, mate. It's the Geordies. Um, love them. Uh, great people. And obviously, you'll see as we've mentioned before in this video, we'll do the away day review, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more there in depth. But. I said it when we went to Liverpool, how, how great some of the people were, but these, the Geordies are a different level, man. Yeah. Oh, they're just such nice people. We went, we went on night out, didn't we? And the fact that they, you know, quite often you think, oh, we're, we're you know, we're with all Newcastle fans here. The, the Bournemouth game was on in a certain pub we were in. They were just showing mm -hmm. some highlights and that. And and you think, oh, we want to be a bit respectful. There's only like a few of us. Yeah. But they're all like, oh, well, I'm bored. And not one person was, you know, disrespectful at it was, all. Lovely. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a different breed. Yeah, there, great bunch. So, and you know what? The way they, yeah, make sure you subscribe. Because yeah. we'll um, just briefly talk about Newcastle. Mm. You've probably seen a bit of Twitter because uh, I was driving. Lucy was driving. You were you were mm. looking at Twitter and you were you know doing some back of the net admin in the background of the car. Um, but did you get a sense of how they're feeling? Is there any discontent? Are there any Eddie mentions or the, I think, is it, are most fans all right? Yeah, I think you get them. You're always going to get, particularly on Twitter, as we know, you're always going to get them ones that probably don't go to the games as much. Okay. Uh, the football Twitter kind of kind of lot that are a bit like, oh, Eddie out and all this stuff. But but the general, genuine fans that I think go to all the games and, and the ones that are the most vocal on there and going to games seem to be, you know, it was it was probably their worst performance of the season. Mm. Uh, apart from that, VAR's killed them, yeah. by the way. They, they should have more points. We know about the Liverpool game. We know about the Palace yeah. game. And it's, it depends how you look at it, doesn't it? You go one win, you go bloody hell, one win. Mm. Then you go one defeat. So yeah. Liverpool in the 90th minute or whatever yeah. it was, they got a point off City as well and we're unlucky not to win that. I think apart from the Bournemouth game where I think we deserve credit because we frustrated them, uh, but they weren't at it. And you've got to think of their injuries as well. Callum Wilson being out, who spearheads their attacks at Maximum's in and out yeah. as well. So, uh, and he would have been crucial to him if had he played. Defensively though, he has made them better and Newcastle fans have said that. So it's not a, no. like an overnight process. And they are still looking top 10 team. Oh, absolutely. I think... It's not going to be instant. I think that probably the only issue they'll have, or, or what I see anyway from an outsider's point of view, is we all know St Maximum's class, but when you lose him... It's it's such a bit. It shouldn't be that much of a bit. And it, I'm not just saying that because it's Fraser, but they've it you know balances the side, yeah. Fraser's it? not playing. They've got Jacob Murphy, and then they've got Almiron, who's okay, mm. and he seems to be starting that right hand side looks a little bit weak. Uh, but we've got to remember as well. Bruno clearly wasn't 100. Yeah, yeah. They bought him off, and um, you know we know how good he is on his day. Um, and Isaac's still settling into the league. I think he's going to be a good striker for him. Um, but we dealt with him well. But yeah, it's just that little drop off. Maybe and I think once he gets the squad a bit stronger, but they still look good, mate. They still, as I say, it's only one defeat, mm. which was to Liverpool. Um, so I think they're they're okay with it. I think Eddie's got to make sure they're top ten, and I, I would I would be sure that they will be. Um, they've got some good players still, and uh, yeah, that's still a good side. And I think, as you say, you know they had some injuries. I think a lot of people spoke about that, which rightly so. But let's not forget the fact that we were without our captain. Yeah, exactly, we were without yeah. our captain. We were without Ben Pearson. Obviously, we're still without David Brooks. We were without Frederick. We've got some players out as well, and I think you know as as I, I keep saying this, the Newcastle game. Uh, Forest game, Wolves game, I, I, all of them I've said, oh, they weren't as good as I thought. And now yeah. I'm thinking, well, maybe actually we're should, making should, them look average. Should, should we yeah. give ourselves some credit? Absolutely, because I think we're, it's not always fantastic to watch. But I'll tell you what, we're making it really difficult for teams and credit to Gary Neal and all the players because 
they're just working their nuts off, mate. And we've got a team that we can be proud of at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's really enjoyable. And I kind of don't want the international break. It's almost like you've answered the, the title of this YouTube video in that little segment. Were Bournemouth good or were Newcastle bad? I think probably it was a little bit of both. But yeah, we've got to give ourselves some credit. And Gary O'Neill's Barmy Army continues to be unbeaten. Oh, Eddie who? Eddie, Eddie, Eddie who? Harsh. But you know what? Um, it was nice to see him again. It wasn't the extended goodbye that we thought it was going to be. Do you think it would have been different had Newcastle won? Do you think maybe. he'd have been, he'd maybe given us more of an applause? Very difficult for Eddie. He's, he's just watched his team disappoint yeah. and not win at home. If he then goes over and is having this massive... Like, you know, kind of uh, appraisal from the Bournemouth fans just standing it there. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't it, look good. Doesn't, it doesn't yeah. look good. So, um, Eddie's, we, we briefly spoke to, you know, when we were waiting outside with our team players to like some of the staff, like Fletch and stuff. And he said he was typical Eddie, just really professional, just normal handshake yeah. before and after, you know, they probably had a little cuddle and stuff. But um, yeah, he's, he's got a job to do, mate. I think it'll be different when, when he's at our place. But I did see him say that he was, it was very tough for him, yeah. very emotional. But um, you know he had he had a job to do, and I think he just would have been more. His mind would have been focused on the fact that he was disappointed that his team weren't as good as he should thought they should be. Fletch, I've got to say, I didn't I didn't chat to him directly. I was just standing in the background when other people were talking to him, including Ian Hensman from AFCB Sydney. Really good to catch up with him over the weekend. Loads of ideas for back of the net content, by the way. He was coming up with them in the pub in the waiting rooms in Newcastle. He was like, "This is a great idea for a video." Had he had a few? Do you think? I don't know. He might have. <laughs> But he, he, he chatted to Fletch and Fletch did a, a little um, video shout out to the AFCB Sydney lot. I've got a scarf, by the way. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, so nice. Um, have to get that on a future video. Um, but Fletch was visibly buzzing. And mm. if the, you know, I think if that reflects what it was like in the change room, I think they should be proud with that point. And Absolutely. that surely must give them so much confidence going forward now to two games against sides that you know are good Premier League sides. I mean, one of them maybe not so much at the moment, but in the next two games, we should be going into them with a bit more confidence. I think it's going to be massive these next two. Um, I think you know, uh, was it uh, Brentford home, then Leicester home, mm. and and they're two games that will really. See. If we go and get six points out of that, you're going. Bloody hell, we're better than I thought we'd be. Please but, keep Brendan Rodgers, please keep Brendan yeah. Rodgers. But, um, but equally, they're still two good football insides and, and we could easily lose them both. So it'll be, they'll be really big games for us. But from what we've seen at the moment, particularly under O'Neill, we've, we've, we've grafted, we've worked hard. There's been quality at times as well. I think mm. the fear, I think particularly in that Wolves game, but that was a, you know, it was a quick turnaround for, for Gaz. I thought there, I thought, yeah, we've got the basics right here and we're hard to break down. But can we offer some at the other end? For us, we scored three away from home mm. in one half. And we've just, as we spoke about there, they had all the ball Newcastle, but we nearly had we nearly had just as many decent opportunities as them, yeah. really. So we're offering some at the other end as well. So that's that's really impressive. I think what's going to be interesting is we've had under O'Neill, we've had a Wolves game and a Newcastle game where we were resolute and we had to be, mm. and then a Forest game where we were two 0 down, so we just chucked the kitchen sink at it and it worked. I think two home games where the crowd are going to be a little bit more expectant to try and attack. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm intrigued to see how we set up and. If you know the likes of Tavernier, the likes of Billings, they get closer to Dom. Does mm. Dom get a little bit more support and um, yeah, a little bit more to feed off? Maybe it'll, it'll be really interesting to see, mate. But we're in a, we're in a good place, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm really surprised, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, mate. Really enjoying it. One all against the Magpies, then that's not bad, is it? Look, Gary O'Neill, what a start he's having. I think it's too early to 
be tipping him to take the job full time. But I tell you what, why change anything at the moment whilst the players look very comfortable, very happy and very motivated to play for Gary O'Neill? Things are looking a lot brighter without Parker, I've got to say. And who knows? Let's see if the form can continue. Thanks for listening to Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. Podcast Network.